USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at USAA.com 100. Today on Veterans Voice, an accomplished community leader and author on his new book for military kids and their families. That's next on the Veterans Voice. And hot! Welcome to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, originating from the Optum Podcast Studio in partnership with podcast channel sponsor, Medicare Mentors, technology partner, Colorado Computer Support, and supporting partner, the WireNut Home Services. Somebody who I wish was a more frequent flyer is here. He's very Air Force. Trevor Nolan, you wanted me to introduce you today with your title as a community ambassador from Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and a partner, but you are so much more than that. Salvation Army. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, doing some incredible things in the community to make sure veterans get into housing, among other things. That's right. But it's the author side of you that is visiting with us today, right? Absolutely. Thanks, Ted, again, for having me on Veterans Voice. I really appreciate everything that Veterans Voice does for our local veteran and active duty community through all of the media channels, right? Through the Veterans Voice podcast, as well as through uh, the front, which is can now be found in the independent every week. So yeah, Ted, today I'm here to talk to you about my second book, which will be released on Veterans Day. Uh, it's a special day for obviously all veterans and active duty members. And this book entitled The Penguin That Wanted to Be a Seal is the second installment of the Military Might Publishing series, which is really squarely focused on the military family. And this one as a kid's offering is just so, so fun. And following the Military Might Publishing model, this is another not-for-profit type offering. Uh, we are donating 100% of the proceeds to two very noteworthy organizations, the first one being the Special Operations Warrior Foundation and the second being the Navy SEAL Foundation. Both take care of uh, the children of fallen uh, special operators, and they see them from preschool to career, and they make sure that they have every opportunity to succeed. All right, I'm going to sidetrack you right now because mm -hmm. I, I want to do a refresher. Our first visit together, we got to talk about your first book, that's right. How to thrive on a government salary. And and thanks for bringing that up. So it's been an exciting summer, you know, over about just shy of eight weeks, I hit the road in the camper and toured a number of military installations across the mountain West and the West coast, getting to go and put this book in the hands of active duty and total force and military families. So in those eight weeks, I probably saw I don't know, four or 5,000 and was able to give 2,000 copies out so far. And what's been great about that is we've been getting such good feedback about the book, about how it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not so prescriptive or militant or make people feel bad for the decisions that they've made to date, but just that it's a it's a roadmap and it, it simplifies a lot of things that folks are learning. At the same time, they're also learning how to be professionals in their career. So it, that was super rewarding. And 
so we're ramping that up as well, right? So 2,000 books so far have gone out. We have a goal by the end of the calendar year to get another 5,000 books in the hands of our service members and their families. So that just, you know, that comes with outreach and support. We sell those at cost. So every $5, as I stated, gets, gets a book in the hands of someone. Uh, we make no money on this. And uh, it's all about bringing up those around us. Yeah. Um, Military Mike Publishing is that um, arm of your work where you're encouraging people who have a story inside of them to commit it to book form. And -hmm. you will help people do that. That's one of the other things that you're doing here. Yeah, precisely. And I know that people are digesting their media in a bunch of different ways. So now we're expanding into more audible type offerings, uh, those audio books. We have them for, you know, all the different tablets, you know, through an uh, a Kindle-like application. And of course, we're available on Amazon. If you're writing books these days, you got to be on Amazon. But I would encourage people not, not to maybe go there to select these. I will talk you on to these. I will get a hand, I will get this in the way you want to digest it into your life at no cost. Uh, that's my pledge through Military Might Publishing. And as you stated, Ted, you know, I'm in more and more conversations with veterans that are that have something to tell and they want to give back or spouses that want to help newer spouses or even children that want to maybe help other military children uh, maybe feel less anxious the next time their family has to move and that's all been it's been great i'm so excited at how receptive everyone has been to the not-for-profit model that we have. Now, do we publish other things? Sure, we're a publishing house. We're an accredited institution, and we can publish anybody's book, whether or not it's for the military. Well, that's not the not-for-profit side, but what we're really, what I'm personally squarely focused on is how do we get to bring up all of those military members and their families? What a wonderful thing, and what a brilliant segue. You're talking about kids. We're back now to the penguin that wanted to be a seal, and and you were um, you were tongue in cheek grousing a little bit about the title of that book. I, we are all getting a kick about about that. So, I would say that you need to get people just interested enough, and where they're like, "Where's this thing going?" Right, and. I spent some time while I was on active duty in the Arctic. This takes place in the Antarctic. It's just a fun journey that children can go through where they can understand that even if they have something in their heart, a goal or a desire, no matter how unlikely the outcome is to occur, that through fortitude, through staying true to yourself, true to your goal, and not letting external influences get you down or beat you down, that you can achieve not just that, but even greater goals. And it's just a really feel good story. And every time I introduce people to it, I get so excited, I basically give away the whole book. Um, But I what I will tell you is, there is definitely an emotional pivot moment in there. And where you understand that no matter how silly at the outset this goal seemed, how great the result is in the end. All right. And how did you come up with the concept of this book? What was the inspiration? I think, so I've always loved animals that are, a, that can kind of encapsulate everyone, right? Everyone asking, you know, what's your spirit animal? I feel like we do all these these different personality quizzes and, or what's your spirit animal? Or if, you know, I'm going to give you three animals, which one do you resonate with? 
I feel like these animals that live at the poles are super hardy, right? They have to be super resilient. And they can also, from a personality perspective, represent any of us, any person that's trying for something. Uh, and they, they succeed or die. And um, so I think that when you pull it all away, they're, I mean, they're just super hardy and their whole heart has to be into their existence and to, into their success. And so now what I've done is kind of lifted that and taken it into goals and happiness and accomplishment. And I think that it'll really resonate with kids. I've told the story, you know, a handful of times to, to cousins and friends, children, and it's been doing all right. You know, you, there's, kids will always tell you the truth. And, oh, they will. Yes. And, and they, uh, they don't do it from a place of being hypercritical. They do it from a place of, no, this is exactly what I think about this situation. And we, we've been very blessed to have very good feedback on it. So it's going to be fun. Uh, you have small people of your own at home, right? That's right. And uh, what are they telling dad about the boat? Well, you know, it's not a dragon or a dinosaur. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Maybe in a future offering. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Uh, and speaking of uh, small people in your world, you took your eight-year-old on this tour with you for uh, military money. That's right. I grew up with my grandparents taking me from the moment I got out of school, elementary school, until I had to go back on the road. You know, we were a very road warrior, summertime trip family. You know, it was I, that's how I saw America. That's how I understood that there was people that looked like us and people that looked nothing like us. And all of us shared the fabric of America. And I just think that it, it's a great thing that people can do for their children. That's giving a small person a memory that will last for forever. It's bonding between a dad and a son. It's, it's, it's all there. It's yeah. everything. Yeah, we took our dumb dog too. <laughs> and and I don't know if he appreciated it as much, but I'll tell you now that we're back, I think uh he wishes we were back on the road. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's very fun. All right. Uh, the penguin that wanted to be a seal. Your next book release coming from Military Mike Publishing. You have a release date in mind. That's right. And it will be Veterans Day of this year. We are getting very close. I will have the first proof actually in my hand this weekend, we will start just changing slight things, color things. We'll start placing the text onto the images. My illustrator is amazing. Her whole heart is in this project. Her name is Lavana Colebrook, and she has two siblings that are on in the military, and she's the artsy one. And so this is her way to serve. And I just think it's, it's fantastic. And she's been giving her whole uh, her whole creative spirit into this project. Is there kind of an age range we're working with in here, or is this one for the whole family? I see. I want it to be for the whole family just because it is such an inspiring tale and because it's going to such a good cause. In the back of the book, we're going to have some fun facts, of course, about Antarctic animals and, you know, how fast penguins can swim versus seals and just all what life at the poles means and how hard and arduous that is. Then on the next page, we have some fun facts about what it means to be a special operator in any branch of the military. And I think that that's cool because it can also lead to, you know, maybe old discussions with older children about how every, you know, everybody that sees someone in the military, right? oh, that person's in the army. Well, the army is, is an amazing fighting force, but it's not the only service, right? So you can really start to 
educate children of all age, all ages through this. And I think that's really fun. And so I hope, I'm hoping it's an offering that will be shared uh, with families of all ages. I certainly hope so too, because the other thing that I see happening here is an exposure at a very young age to the fact that there is a military mm -hmm. and that there are career paths uh, outside of the, the, the work a day, regular world. And you are a special, special kind of person if you're ready, willing, and able to enter into the special forces. I, I agree, right? When anyone that serves you know, in our all-volunteer force is embarking on a life of service for however long they want that to be. Then there's just another level of inspired, motivated, crazy, if you will, that are these tip-of-the-spear operators. And they are our most valuable national treasure, in my opinion, you know, having worked with special operations from all branches for about six years of my career, I will tell you that, you know, one of the special operations truths is humans are more important than hardware, and you can't create these folks when, when you need them, right? They are created and trained over a lifetime for when they are ready and needed. And uh, no truer things have ever been stated. I mean, these are our national treasures. They are the ones that you don't want to see if you're the bad guy in the middle of the night. Um, but uh, yeah, they're the ones that keep us safe. And you show your appreciation in a very special way. You're part of the Special Forces uh, Special Operator Warrior Foundation? That's right. So these are organizations that I worked with when I was uh principally working in special operations. So I was stationed at uh, United States Special Operations Command at MacDill Air Force Base in Tampa, Florida. And during those years, well, I was younger and a lot faster. Let's just say that. So I used to do a, host a lot of running events. We would raise money and uh, normally through running or endurance events uh, to give to that charity. There's also a swim across Tampa Bay that I used to support for the Navy SEAL Foundation. I'm not a great swimmer. I was a kayak support kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, and But what I will say is uh, having watched the grassroots um, give back to these, uh, you know, these communities are very, very small and yeah. they will never quit on themselves or, or on each other. Uh, you know, no, no man or no person left behind. And so this is a way to give back to that portion of my life. Um, and there will be other offerings where, you know, we look to other, um, other charities that are doing great things. I will tell you, there's no shortage of care and love for our military. And there's a lot of really great nonprofit organizations that are working within that space. So I'm just trying to, you know, spread that wealth as much as I can with, with my time and talent. And right now that's through the publishing of these books. And speaking about the publishing of the books, Trevor, one of the things we know about you from uh, getting to know you and enjoying that in the process is that you're a man on a mission. This isn't the this is the next in a series of books you plan on writing. That's right. So you want to tease what's coming up on the horizon? Yeah. So a book on military transition. I would say this is the one as I'm speaking and meeting with a lot of our military members and with those through the transition assistance program and through other uh, programs like that, there's a need to be able to translate this side of the uniform back into those that are within their last, you know, 60 months on active duty. I mean, you really need to be looking with a critical eye at your civilian life about five years out if you want to have, you know, great success at the outturn. And you are a person who's made it his business to make sure that people know that. 
you're there through this series of books and, and physically present in lots of other ways, supporting these foundations. You know, one of the things that we've learned here on Veterans Voice is that special operators are wired to have a purpose. And I mean, hardwired. And when that purpose changes, I, is that what you mean by you, you've got to take 60 months to mentally prepare for that adjustment, especially as a special operator, if you come out of the service and, and your purpose lists, uh, those guys can get lost pretty quick. Not that they're fragile or weak souls. That's not what I'm talking about. It is, they are wired for one thing and they're trained for one thing and it's hardcore stuff. And the adaptation for them can be a little more difficult than for, uh, uh other service members. You're exactly right, Ted. That fulfillment is not that, that you have and you wear as your identity when you're on active duty. I would say even to a greater extent when you're a special operations operator, that there's nothing really like that in the civilian world. And so I will tell you, as much as I try to help people with resumes, LinkedIn profiles, trying to get them in the right room because I know they're the right individual for a certain organization, I would say the most important work that I do with transitioning veterans is teaching them how to find something else that will fulfill them. Because you don't usually get that from your job. You'll get a lot of folks that say, no, but I love my job, but this is everything I've ever, I'm called to do this. Okay. I would say that military folks have a harder time getting to that point yeah. when they transition to being a civilian. Wow. What a great heart you have, Trevor. And, and we appreciate all you do. We love your books. Uh, we have copies of Military Money, How to Thrive on a Government Salary. They're available here at Mount Carmel for the asking. And uh, of course, we encourage those of you who want to make sure those books stay available for the veterans that we serve. Go to militarymightpublishing.com. That's militarymightpublishing.com. Donate five bucks and get one of these books into the hands of a veteran who you know will need them. Um, no matter how that happens, That's but exactly right. getting it from Trevor is extra fun because he'll sign it for you. <laughs> <laughs> but we're very excited for the Veterans Day launch of the Penguin that wanted to be a seal. Wonderful lessons in that book. Uh, like you said, a, a pivotal moment there that uh, will tug on your heartstrings. I don't know what that is, but I'm convinced that, uh, I want to read that book and find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, I hope people will. I will tell you, you will not be disappointed very fun. So kids of all ages for families, um, get a taste for a, a different take on military life and culture. And, uh, as told through the eyes of a penguin. Yeah. That's in the exactly Antarctic. Right. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Trevor, we're very excited to have you back. We're looking forward to more visits. Uh, not long from now, let us not be strangers. Yes. Thanks again for the opportunity, Ted. And thank you to all the listeners of Veteran Voice, whether you're a veteran yourself or you support veterans. Thank you for all you do for our community. Thanks, Trevor. I'm Ted Robertson. You've been listening to Trevor Nolan and uh, the soon to be launched book, Penguin That Wanted to Be a Seal. Watch out for that release on Veterans Day. Veterans Voice has uh, lots of stories, lots of great conversations at veteransvoice.us. You can get all of them there anytime you want. Lots of information, lots of great people just like Trevor. We'll be back again with another episode soon. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Are you a veteran who served in combat after the Gulf War and was discharged between September 11, 2001 and October 1, 2013? If so, you may be eligible to apply for PACDAC benefits during a special enrollment period 
that ends on September 30, 2023. The PACT Act expands benefits and care for veterans exposed to burn pits, toxins, Agent Orange, radiation, and other environmental hazards while serving. Act fast. Even if you applied before and weren't eligible, you may be eligible now. The deadline to apply is September 30th. For more information, go to va.gov pact. That's va.gov pact. You're listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. to the final segment of Veterans Voice. Ted Robertson hosting today, and I'm joined again, as we uh, are every week, by uh, Denise Brill, who is the Director of Development here. Uh, one of the hardest working people in the building. Denise, welcome back. Thank you. Pleased to be back with you all. As we love to do, we like to talk about what's on your calendar. Well, we do have, um, you know, now that we've kicked off Suicide Prevention Month with our Patriot Day Big Give Back um, suicide Prevention Awareness Month and helping out with that food insecurity um, that some of those folks in our military veteran community have. We are continuing on on Saturday, the 30th of September. It's a special night for Mount Carmel being featured with the switchbacks. So the main feature, um, again, with this event is Suicide Prevention Month, and we'd really like you to get your tickets, come out to the game, bring the family, get out of the house and support Mount Carmel and create, help us create, you know, extra added awareness about Suicide Prevention Month. Now, what's going to happen that's pretty cool is Mount Carmel is going to be featured on some huge billboards. We're going to have a presence um, where the team is wearing a special jersey. They've actually created a third jersey for us with uh, purple camo, and they will be wearing a Mount Carmel patch. And so what this will mean for us is that the proceeds of the sales of the jerseys that the players are going to be wearing will be um, contributed to Mount Carmel that will help us continue our programs. Which is a wonderful thing. Programs are very important. And it's, uh, we like to remind folks we need a lot of fuel for this mission. So we've got the Directorate of Development. We have Transition and Employment. Our Behavioral Health Group is one of the busier behavioral health groups in the city uh, with lots and lots of counselors available. And again, a, another area that needs a lot of fuel because we do care for a great many military-connected uh, veterans, family, you know, their kids. They're, they're all welcome here. Now, one thing that's important to note is that we do this in two ways. One of them is non-urgent. So that's when you check into Mount Carmel, you call 719-772-7000. And if you need behavioral health or mental health uh, care, and it's not urgent, we will be able to help you. If it is urgent, that's a whole different deal. If you're experiencing suicide ideations, we're going to connect you with the folks who are our partners from next chapter. And that Suicide Prevention Awareness Month is a big, big deal. The number is big. One is too big. But we've got a heavy military population, and uh, they, they come back scarred sometimes. And um, we're very mindful of that, and we do our best here to take very good care of those of you who are not feeling well. Yeah. This is a place to come and get rest and respite and a little bit of help if you need it, maybe a lot. Yes. You know, our folks over at Mount Carmel, um, they really appreciate and understand and have the empathy and compassion 
that our folks need. And, you know, not everybody was in combat, but just the, yeah, just the transition from the military to civilian life is pretty traumatic for most people and their families, you know, and that does take some adjustment and can be overwhelming and we're here to help. Yeah, we've got help for that in several ways. So if you're transitioning from military to civilian life and you're finding that hard to cope with, that's behavioral health. If you need help with food or finances or housing or employment, we have military veteran family services and we have transition unemployment. We have that going on. The really cool thing is when you walk in the door, you see a couple of smiling faces there who are uh, leading the Greet and Connect program that we have. That's kind of triage. So you walk in, you say hello, and they start uh, asking a few questions and getting you into our system. The next thing you know, you're going to be sitting down in front of people who are perfectly positioned to help you out. That's what Mount Carmel is all about. And speaking of that, there are always opportunities to volunteer here. Absolutely. In to the financial fuel that we need to go and grow and help people, volunteers are really a backbone here. Absolutely. We couldn't uh, continue without our strong volunteer force. And we appreciate anybody who might be willing to um, talk to your employees and your organization. Um, we were at UCCS last month and we talked to the students on campus. And um, so we've, we do want to continue bringing in volunteers and we do need to rotate our volunteers. So if you'd like to contact the main number again is 719-772-7000 and ask for Linda Sink and she will connect you. So 719-772-7000, get one of the best experiences as a volunteer there is in this city. That's Linda Sink and her team. Denise Brill, Director of Development. Thank Thank you. you for all your hard work. Thanks for being here. We'll have you back again in a week from now. I hope to see you soon. You've been listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio, located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors, Computing Powers provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by Supporting Partner The Wire Nut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDL News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps. get it. Most of us veterans don't like to talk about our feelings. We took the oath. We served. We sacrificed. We're supposed to be independent and fearless, right? But did you know that 83% of veterans experience some form of traumatic stress response? We need to talk about that. And at Next Chapter Community Collaborative, we do. Next Chapter provides veterans and their families with free services to write a future full of security and fulfillment including sessions with licensed therapists who really understand the veteran's experience. We understand because many of us are veterans too. We provide a safe place to communicate openly and honestly. There's no judgment, only a team of dedicated professionals working around the clock to provide support to any veteran who needs it. So, if you or a veteran you know is struggling, we've got you. Find services and get started at nextchapterco.org. If you or someone you know may be considering suicide, dial 988, then press 1. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. 
Are you a veteran who served in combat after the Gulf War and was discharged between September 11, 2001 and October 1, 2013? If so, you may be eligible to apply for PACDAC benefits during a special enrollment period that ends on September 30, 2023. The PACDAC expands benefits and care for veterans exposed to burn pits, toxins, Agent Orange, radiation, and other environmental hazards while serving. Act fast. Even if you applied before and weren't eligible, you may be eligible now. The deadline to apply is September 30th. For more information, go to va.gov pact. That's va.gov pact.